This is the first time. It's a maiden voyage of the new studio. Okay. Oh, we're live. Here we go. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love <laughs> Roku Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Roku Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and microphones and tripods are for losers. And this <laughs> is the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Uh, oh, hello boy, everybody boy. an exciting day for yes. us Dan, for a lot of reasons it's another christmas day it's another christmas yeah. it's uh like returning back Man. to christmas in carolina mm -hmm. it's also our first day in our new studio this is right this is the maiden voyage of the new studio which you can see if you're watching on file.tv slash dth right. it looks a lot like the old one but there's a, a key difference fun new banner fun new banner you. and also i'm on what people are going to say is the wrong side that's right we have switched sides now i will Alonzo I, saw it and was immediately discomforted but i want to if for people that are bothered by this and i, I just want to say this um on a regular basis people say that our funniest episode is redemption at cherry springs that's right we just recently uh re-watched that as we were and packing up the old studio episode we were on the other side we did do this for a people season complained that we had to switch back so you, I feel like this way. I feel like we I I I've just been a big snoozer, a big bore, and so I thought maybe it's because of where I was sitting. So we're gonna try this, see how it goes, and yeah. go from there. Alonzo, are you gonna be okay? I, I I'm gonna I, I haven't stopped seeing it yet. You know what I mean? Like I just I look over and I'm like, what? Uh, uh, it's like uh, suddenly man. I'm reading in Yiddish. Like everything's the you know yeah. right to left. Uh, but uh, you know yeah. I think by the end of this program we'll have covered so much other terrain that it'll just be part of the That's part right. of the, the, this, the countryside. This movie deserves a little something different. <laughs> deserves a little something special. Do you, uh, before we dive into this movie, I, I want to take people back. Well, when did we watch Christmas at Carolina? Was that, it was in, 20... was that in the fever dream of COVID? <laughs> yes, it was because it, oh. it, it launched in like late 2020 because it was the, they made a movie during COVID and yet no one but the Roku channel wanted it. And then we got around to it, I believe in 2021 yes. when we were catching up. A howling good time. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's another, there's another by the, by the same, 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 same team. No, no. The, the same writer, writer is now yes. the writer director. Yes. Couldn't get the original director, uh, back on board for this one, which I think is a travesty. My guess is same gaffers and di directors <laughs> of photography are at play here. Is this writer an auteur? I'm going to make an argument for yes, but yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to get there. Let's we see get ahead of ourselves. We are going to get there. Uh, Another Christmas is the title of this movie. This is what I've been waiting all day for, what you're about to do right now. We'll see. And I'm glad I get the best seat in the house for it. We'll see. Um, Originally aired on November. Okay, so it originally got released. <laughs> yeah. The Roku channel. On, no, no, it was done and ready to go on November 1st of 2021. It originally premiered on Roku on November 1st of 2022. So what happened within that year is up, is up for debates. It's being debated across the country as we speak. Uh, but for now, Roku, November 1st, 2022. And it went a little something like this. Uh, the movie kicks off and we're clearly in Myrtle Beach. You, you know it. You love it. If you've been there, you're like, yeah, I know that. Yep. I almost died there. Yep. Uh, we meet Kelly. Kelly is a teacher. Her class is over and her friend and fellow teacher, Tyler, walks in. She tells him that her ex and his best friend, Andrew, Ooh. texted and wants to meet up. She's not sure about that. We get a flashback. They broke up when she refused to write a paper for him at an unknown time in history. And he wanted to focus on his career of being a professional baseball player. Why she, did she need to write a paper? She didn't then? want. We don't she know. Don't, yeah, yeah. Um, we meet some other people. I think they're related. There's a couple that is, uh, we, I mean, we assume that they are clearly heading for divorce. There is a packet handed from the husband to the wife 
that she decides not to read. Um, I do think that there is a chance, and we'll discuss this later, that they are the parents of all of the other folks involved in this movie, aside from his parents. That's right. We'll yes. get there. There's a music producer that's headed uh, to, to Christmas. Uh, he's heading to Carolina for Christmas, a little Christmas in Carolina situation there. Um, he is running a contest to try to find the next big thing. People for about five minutes are going nuts for this contest and only to never speak of it again. Uh, there is <laughs> Dr. John of the movie. <laughs> there is a girl who is dating a punk. She is not related to anyone in this movie. I don't know why she's there. She meets Tyler. Thanks to Kelly. All bets are off. Tyler is all in on this. Um, Drew goes to find Kelly. Are you guys keeping up? Andrew goes to find Kelly after she ignores two texts from him, and she immediately agrees to hang out with him. While everyone is at a fifth-grade Christmas party dancing, the girl who really likes Drew comes to that party and uh, it's like, hey, uh, are, we're going to get engaged, right? This makes Kelly upset. She's like, same old Andrew. There is also a couple who is struggling with infertility, but she thinks that she may be pregnant, so she takes a pregnancy test. More she takes it, sets it down, <laughs> set it, and forget it. It's Christmas Day, and she can't find the test. Where did I put that test that I took? Well, apparently her husband found it and is surprising her with a baby outfit to tell her that he found the test and she is indeed pregnant. And he is the father. Uh, Drew goes to find Kelly at the school to give, him, uh, to give her a watch. And she loves it. The movie ends with 15 minutes of credits, which feature clips from the movie that we just saw. And that, my friends, was Another, Another Christmas. Christmas. We did it. Did I miss anything? Yeah, the guy stole the pregnancy test. I got that. You said that? Yeah. I tuned out. I'm sorry. <laughs> did I the miss er anything? The, the early scene with the awful girlfriend wedding planning for a wedding that hasn't isn't he hasn't proposed yeah. to her yet. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a weird one. Yeah, no well, what it. can you do? We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to break this movie down. Uh, I'm excited about it, Me especially too. the feel segment. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of those to go around. Here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Deck the Hallmark. Hopefully you're watching us on Philo. I have a feeling it's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Uh, lots of <laughs> chuckles. Um, let's talk about another Christmas. Um, let's start with the hot take and let's start with an actual film critic uh, who, who watched this movie. Uh, Alonzo. He was just inducted into the, say it for me, the Los Angeles Nas National Society of Film the, Critics. The <laughs> National Society of Film Critics. He's already a part of the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Film, Critics Film Critics Association. Association. Yeah. So he's a National Society Film Critic and Los Angeles Film Critics Association. And he's here with us to discuss the 58-minute masterpiece, Another Christmas. <laughs> Alonzo, go ahead. <sighs> okay. You know, uh, something that has emerged in, in watching Hallmark movies with you guys, and I think it very much carries over here, is that, you know, you guys are, uh, you know, your faith is important to you. You are regular churchgoers. I'm an atheist. But I think we can come together on the notion that most faith-based movies are terrible. Yes. Uh <laughs> And I'm realizing now because you know that the, the uh, Carol Christmas in Carolina, yeah, there was the one scene in the church and the sermon. I thought, okay, well, that's you know, it's just part of the thing. But no, now after seeing two films from uh, from from auteur uh, Stacy <laughs> Thomas uh, or Davis rather, uh, I feel pretty comfortable saying, oh wait, these are faith based movies, and that explains why they are so terrible. Um, yeah. So kudos to you, Greater True Light Ministry of Myrtle Beach, for getting this sermon into the middle of a movie. Um, this is a movie in the way that, like, 
if you had a 3D printer and you made a really realistic looking grilled cheese sandwich and somebody <laughs> was like, it's a sandwich. You're like, no, it looks like a sandwich. And But if I bite it, it will taste <laughs> terrible. And if I swallow it, it will potentially kill me. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 it's a sandwich. Look at it. It looks like a sandwich. That's how this is a movie. Yeah. It looks like a movie. It's shaped like a movie, but it is not a movie because uh, I don't think any of it is written apart from the sermon. I I, I get a strong vibe of like, <laughs> here's what this scene is about. Go. Um, and, you know, characters are constantly introduced. We have no idea who they are, how they're related to each other. Um the wait what section will be potentially longer than the actual running time of the film, that's right. not including the same credits, but we'll get there. We'll get there. But that's my hot take. I think it is written because of how many times people mess up a line <laughs> and keep going anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they mess up a line reading and they're like, Nope, that one's good. Let's keep it. They know what I, they're supposed <laughs> to say. They say the wrong thing and, and they, they just take so. it from the yeah. top and they don't edit it out. Yeah, I think they're told, like, make sure this part gets in. <laughs> and if they wind up putting it in four times in that scene, fine. Sure. No problem. Right. Better right. or worse than Christmas at Carolina? Oh, I have a definitive you know, answer. Dave White asked me that question, and I'm going to say worse. Yeah, um, that's correct. Fewer characters in Christmas at Carolina, and I knew who they were and how they related to each other. That's right. Um, but I will say, like, again, this is we're dealing with an auteur here. I'm seeing a lot of <laughs> recurring tropes and motifs and right. um, yeah. uh, choices, let's yeah. say. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, sign me up for one of these every year. I, I think we could all agree <laughs> on that. Um, what a time. What a time to be alive. Uh, I hate that this place, this movie didn't find a, a streaming home for a whole year. That's a, a shame that there's a whole year that we could have had this movie and yet the world did not uh, think of all the things that could have been cured. If only someone watched yeah. this movie for inspiration, uh, an absolute delight, an absolute <laughs> blast. Um, I do agree. I do think it's, it's, it's worse than Christmas at Carolina only because Christmas at Carolina, I can tell you who's related to That's who. Right. And there Aside is, there John is, there is, the <laughs> no, well, listen, he's my mentor. Um, <laughs> you know that guy? Uh, there is, you know, a, a through line there. And this, I, we're like 30 minutes in and still getting introduced to people. And, uh, and I still, for the life of me, cannot tell no. you. No, the family dynamic, like the, the the family tree there. It's I think we have it figured out for the most part, Dan and I. But Alonzo might have a well, totally different take. I had on it this. figured out till cousin came in the mix. Till cousin came in the mix. When when, when Ahmad start, is it Ahmad? It's Ahmad, Ahmad the music Ahmad. producer. Cousin. Then I got kid very from confused. Sister Act Two. Yes, that's right. When Jesus, why? Yeah, yeah. Um, who, who's 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 who? What's your family tree here in this movie? I'm not entirely sure. Like okay. I'm, I'm assuming that Drew is related to all of these people. Because Drew he's... and the girl that's not Monica are brother and sister. We know that. Right. We okay. were kind of yes, it was... right. We know that one. The, yeah. with the bangs, yes. yes. And then the and guy, then and the we guy... know that their parents are the parents that we think are getting divorced. You think so? Okay, that's know, the... But the, but, okay is that little girl their daughter or their? Yeah, that's the question. That's okay. the question. Yeah, wow. and that guy with the gray beard is only 37 <laughs> years old in real life, and that is not uh, that is serious. He's 37. And so the older people that you assume are the parents are, of everybody. everybody's parents his are parents. Just his, his parents. Oh, and yes. I think maybe Ahmed's parents, but then Ahmed calls everybody cousin, and it throws me all off. And then and we we didn't even get into wacky neighbor yet. No, 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 right. no wacky no. neighbor. No Monica. No, you know. So anyway, yes, please. Uh, Dan? You know, we throw a lot of terms out probably too often here on Deck the Hallmark. So seminal moments, <laughs> hodgepodge beluga, <laughs> um, among others. Um, but every once in a while, if you're lucky in your life, you'll come across a film that makes you question if you actually know how to evaluate art at all. <laughs> and that film for me is Another Christmas 
because I think it was minute eight or nine in the preview in the in the credits where I'm watching black and white scenes of the movie I've already seen, and I started questioning if it was ju- like if I thought it was so stupid because I was stupid. Like I honestly started to go like what what just happened? Is one of these a dream? Can I? Yes. Yeah, there's a memento vibe to those credits where you're like, and then if this this could very well be like a deep, deep cut indie movie. The the music stops playing in the credits. No names appear, but you still see two people acting yeah. in silence on screen. For two minutes. And then it goes to black, and then the title Another Christmas comes up, and that stays on the screen. 10, 20 seconds? Uh, more. A long time. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, the closing credits, you're not only looking at every single camera setup from the entire movie again, and they are working their way through their entire soundtrack, so much to the point that they have to repeat themselves. They run out of soundtrack, and they have to go back and play yes. the first song again. We hear the same song three times in the credits, and it's not like they're showing us the highlights. I want to be clear. The math on this is we watch 25% of the movie again, again. during the credits. Yes. And the scenes they're showing us are not highlights from the film. No. They are basically the film. They, they put the movie on shuffle. Like... <laughs> I saw a close-up of an old man chewing food three times. The French New Wave wishes, <laughs> w- wishes it could do what the guy this movie having the did. booze taken out yes! of his hand. Yes, three times, and he's chewing food, and it's a close-up. A tight, tight shot. I, I, tight I shot. swear to you, you in finish. A movie- in a movie where close-ups are few and far between. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. It like, is a, it's a bewildering experience. You don't know what's up and what's down. You cannot tell whose character is related to whom. There are so many things they throw out at you that don't matter at all. Like just lob plot grenades. <laughs> like $100,000 contest coming in hot. Nothing. I want to marry you on Christmas. Nothing. Coming in hot. Like church service. But the prayer, infertility, like none of it adds up to anything. And, and it's 59 minutes long. Like, there are special episodes of Law & Order that are longer than this film. The reason, aside from the fact, the reason Christmas in Carolina is better because you can follow the plot. But it's also better because runtime comparatively, the other one's Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> it's, a, it's a legitimate feature-length film. This is not even 60 minutes long. I like how they did 15 minutes of credits as if an hour 15 also was a movie, <laughs> which it's not. Right. <laughs> I know. I. It's like, you know, I think they looked at uh, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas and it was like, mm-hmm. hold my non-alcoholic eggnog. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, the the most episodes of The Handmaid's Tale are That's longer right. than this movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched The Last of Us premiere. It was 80 minutes. Yes. It was long. Like this thing, and here's the thing is, is let's not slack off on the opening credits of this movie, yeah. which are also mm. over a minute long. A full song. Well, and they bought that that uh, drone footage of Myrtle Beach Ferris wheel, and dang it, they were going to use it even if the movie never goes to the beach at all in this film for the rest of the running time. They established the heck out of Myrtle Beach to <laughs> never go. They bought it. never once They must have bought a bundle. A bundle, and they're like, it, we're going to use all of the but shots that are given. The house that they're in that they film scenes outside of is in Myrtle for Beach. For sure. You everything, can see it. Everything in this movie is Myrtle. And you can't, they can't even, like, even the scenes that are supposed to be in Philadelphia are in Myrtle, Myrtle. Beach. The, the minor league baseball field is in, in that area. That's why they filmed some of Eastbound and Down. Like, it's the same stadium. Like it's, well, it's, And he wears a Pelicans shirt. That's yeah. the team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going for another uh, minor another league. Championship. Another minor league championship. <laughs> back Sorry. to back. We'll get there. We'll get there. This is a mess. It's a mess, and then it makes you question of if you're a mess and the movie's put together. That's how much of a mess it is. Um, well, let's get to the feels. Let's talk about what in this movie gave us those feels, those romantic feels, those Christmas feels, those filmmaking feels. Alonzo? Uh, I think, you know, in the same way that when people go to a Marvel movie and like the, you know, the, 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 the infinity gauntlet shows up or <laughs> Aunt May makes a cameo and they're like, Ooh, there were times <laughs> this movie where I was just reminded of Christmas Carolina and it was thrilling. Oh. 
when the words game night are uttered, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> take me home. We're I here. know what's going to happen here. We are here. We're going to have a game night <laughs> montage that serves absolutely That's no right. purpose except you to pad bet. out the film even further. And we get it. Um, so, yeah, if, if it, it was just the, my deja vu feels really were about all I had. And then I could tell that uh, that the, the writer director here, uh, you know, has a bag of tricks and is going <laughs> to dip into them once again. I will say there is the one thing like they went back to the we're going to church well in this movie, mm -hmm. but it was different because in Christmas in Carolina, I'm fairly certain they just like ripped the sermon from the like the, church, right, website. the church while it was going on. But yeah. it's the same pastor in this. But movie. in this one, they like they rented out the whole place. They it's did. just a family. So that's right kudos i don't but, know but then when drew gets up to like speak from the pulpit they come in so close you're like wait where is he and he's like, talking so fast like he's yeah. talking like he just is like reading the words off of a of a greeting card you talk so good up there um wait for it yeah wait for I, it. I uh you know all of it it's this is this is a this is a the movie this is a I don't know. It's his own genre that just, you know, you don't want to do it every day. It's like Christmas. This is like Christmas. <laughs> it, it's so special. And when it, when it's, a, it, this has been approaching for a while, we had it on the calendar and I woke up this morning and I was like, Ooh, today's the day. Uh, and it just gave me warm fuzzies just to know that I was going into one of these movies. It's his own thing. It it's is. His own thing. We had a lot of fun. We had to rewind several scenes. Yeah. Um, my two, I have two feels. One is, is we, there's a scene where, I'm still convinced what was spoken was not English and we rewound it <laughs> a half dozen times and we were just stomach hurting, laughing so hard. You might say, why don't we try on the captions? That's too, you know, I was, was about like, to point that out. Yeah. Yeah, none. No captions. Good luck. Um, mm -mm. But my other feels were sad feels and it was sad that I watched this entire movie and na nary a scene was transitioned out of with fireworks. And I felt <laughs> as though I felt as though that's what, if we could have found a way I think to that's pepper the, in at that's least what the one. other director brings to the that's track. right yeah, yeah yeah he's a fireworks uh director. that direction no, she, not, it's a she, yeah. not yeah. everyone has that direction that's right <laughs> and, yeah. it, and it was clear in this movie that's right. and, uh, and that's we're not right. better for it that's right yeah. uh let's take one more quick break and we'll come back to a, an easy breezy quick <laughs> wait what segment here on deck the hallmark Welcome back to Deck the Hallmark, maybe even Roku. Um, maybe even half an hour of film. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying our best to get through as many uh, movies from as many different places as possible. Um, from 2022. From 2022, that's right. And we're at the wait what part of the show. Um, we'll see if we can scrounge any up uh, for this movie. Alonzo, what you waiting on, what you waiting so there is a sort of genre category of film from like the turn of the 21st century uh, that is somewhat disparagingly known as mumblecore. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people like Greta Gerwig and the Duplass brothers kind of come out of that. I was thinking period Duplass of film. brothers. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and where it comes from, the, the, these films are very, they're not slick. They're very sort of fly on the wall and, and intimate. And the acting style is very, you know, uh, they, they're striving towards a sense of naturalism. They're not giving you, you know, big mid-Atlantic diction or whatever. So this movie is sort of literal mumblecore and that I could not <laughs> so frequently understand what was being said. And yes, as you point out, this movie commits to the bit by refusing to give you closed captions right. for for the the hearing, let alone the hearing impaired. I mean, like, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you fall on that spectrum of audiology, you really wish those those mm. captions were there. Yeah. Then we get to the lighting, um, <laughs> which again, there is that indie tradition of like, let's just capture what's available, Dogma 95 style. Um, but a lot of times you're like, I where are we? What are we? Who are we? I don't even know. I, I wrote down in my notes, who is anyone? <laughs> um because we're just we're just thrown in and with no explanation no, um I, my joke earlier about tripods they are there are shots in this movie where you know uh, 
oftentimes they'll film in what we call a master shot, you know, which is yeah. where it's just the one sort of long wide shot that encompasses everything. And then a filmmaker will intercut with, with close-ups, And then uh, sometimes not is in this case where like in the big, the first big scene between the lady who works at the clinic and Graybeard, her husband, right. um, they put the camera on the floor at the door of the bedroom, shooting up at them with a big corner of the room, like citizen Kane or something. And that, that we are there. We're locked we're, down. We're there. It's an awful, minutes. it's an awful shot. I well, compared it to the first paranormal activity where yeah, the guy yes. sets it up and it's just like shoots it at the bed. That's what we have here. But, a couple of scenes later, when we do see them close up, it took me a second to realize it was them because I didn't know what they looked like. Well, the, and I will say this, you to, to piggy piggyback on that. We said they never went to the beach, but some of this movie was filmed at sea as well. Because oh, yes. When Dave they, was like, this is getting me motion sick. <laughs> when they go in, in two shots, it's literally like this. Yes. Like they are literally on the ocean, on a boat somewhere, filming this scene in the if, interior of a house. If you got nauseated during <laughs> Cloverfield or the Blair Witch Project. No chance. Know, proceed with caution. Yeah. Because, yeah. So it's Ooh. either that or just sit it on the floor. Like those are your two options. <laughs> hey, did Dave watch the whole film with you? <laughs> no, but he would just walk through the room and go, oh, what? What is he doing? <laughs> Not enough cats in the world. Oh, man. And then, uh, I, you know, look, I, there's a lot of, of, of nitty gritty to get to, but I just want to cover the, 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 the weightiest what of all time, which is the film ends with Drew going to find our leading lady on Christmas Day. Where is she on Christmas Day? Is she at home? Is she at her parents' house? Is she at church? No, no, no. She's in her classroom. That's right. At the all. Now, looking at her grade book. Now, y'all are have, have been pedagogues. Uh, have you ever been caught on a Christmas Day in your own place of work? Dude, teachers, as soon as that the last day ends, they turn into ghosts. <laughs> They did. They spontaneously combust into just sweatpants and Cheetos. Like they literally do nothing. Every teacher will tell you, they're like, I got all this stuff I want to do over Christmas break. All I did was sit around and watch TV. There is no world where someone's going in on Christmas Day to be in the classroom and, and dressed to teach. To teach. Yes. Yeah, just the wildest thing. Looking at her grade book and, for fifth graders. And they ruin it by they they have her a week ago in the film's timeline telling her students this is the last day of school for the break this is it so there's no way around it it's just terrible oh but you are all coming back for a christmas eve dance that's right there right. is a christmas, christmas eve, eve dance. where you will dance. where you will all dance to a song that isn't vince guaraldi's christmas time is here but is close <laughs> enough that legal close. cleared it that's right, that's right. exactly exactly uh, is that what a mess on? yes carry on <laughs> Uh, well, let's just start uh, at the beginning uh, where she uh, Kelly is talking to Tyler, her teacher. This friend, is classic. And she says, um, Andrew's texted me. And he says, Andrew, who? And she says, <laughs> your best friend no, no. and my ex-boyfriend. She says, Andrew. Andrew. And he goes, oh, my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. No. The other Andrew. When the person talking to you <laughs> dated your best friend, when they say that person's name, you should just assume, right? Well, that would look, be like if my wife was like, Daniel, Brandon just texted. <laughs> and I, I would go, Brandon? Who? <laughs> who? Who is that? I don't know a Brandon. Oh, that Brandon. Oh, that's Brand. Right. Oh, well, that's yeah, yeah, totally Brand. different. That's uh, okay. totally different. She, um, fast forward a minute. She uh, <laughs> talks about how she has no interest in talking to him. Um, and, and he says, stop being Mrs. Grinch. And I just, that's not what a, gr a Grinch is not someone <laughs> who's, who doesn't text back, who doesn't text back, not, what a Grinch not is interested in getting back together with their bit. ex. That's, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'd watch that movie though. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, how you make jokes about, um, you know, when when people retire, it's like, oh yeah, I don't do anything anymore other than play tennis, like stuff like that. The, the 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 guy the grandpa um in this movie he walks into the house for christmas and his wife says yeah i had basically like from best i can understand she had to trick him into getting in the car didn't tell him where he was going and like <laughs> 
basically he, all he does all day is literally play chess and he yeah. would not leave his house unless he was tricked he wouldn't says, leave his house for christmas to see his family had to trick him well, I got she him. checkmated him yeah. she said he said he Hey-o. said she didn't tell me we were coming until we pulled in the driveway <laughs> what what did what did you talk about for the entire journey. Probably what chess. did you think was happening? He thought they were going to a Queen's Gambit con and, you know, <laughs> she fooled him again. Got me. Last time I, I fooled enough to get in the car with my wife, I can tell you that much. Mm. Man. Um, in a flashback scene, uh, uh, Drew says, one of these days, <laughs> one of these days, <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to marry you on Christmas Day. And she says, I know you say that all the time. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't uh, make that up. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> he's, he's talking to his uh, to his friend. I think maybe Drew's talking to Tyler here. And, and Tyler or somebody that he's talking to about, about Kelly. Um, it's like, hey, be patient. She might hit you back. And he says, I texted her twice. Oh, no. <laughs> and he says, she might be done with you. <laughs> it's this. The back and forth is this because I've got it written, written oh. down. He said, I texted her. And she's, and then best friend is like, dude, like, give her some time. Like, yeah. be patient. And he goes, I texted her twice. And he goes, just go ahead. And she's, she, she might be done, with, done with you. She might be done with you. Give up. I texted her uh, one more than one. So. <laughs> You know, um, there's a neighbor, there's a contest, there's, so there's a contest going on. The contest is, he's trying to find the next big thing and there's a hundred thousand dollars. up. So if you send a demo, you can get a hundred thousand dollars and a private recording session with him. The neighbor comes over and hands, not him, but Graybeard, 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 um, a cassette tape, which is, you know, they make a joke about that. But then she says, I need you to listen to the B side where all of my original vocals are. And I, I don't even know what that means. Man. Like, what is the A side? Whose vocals are those? What does that the mean? The A side is her TED talk. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She's going spoken word is what she's doing. And what what I can only imagine is, is the only entry into this contest because we don't hear, we don't hear about it. We see her several times excited about the contest, but it never amounts to anything. Uh, doesn't Ahmad like audition at the dinner table later? Uh, no, the guy she brings is like, what, he doesn't want to be in the contest. He just wants to be signed to a record deal. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And that guy, we don't know. We do. His name is Evan. Evan. Evan oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Graybeard also throughout this movie is just sleeping in chairs. Like with, how old with are no, we supposed to? I don't know. Believe that he is because he's thirty-seven. You're in real thirty-seven. Life. You have a gray beard. Is there anything else we can do to make it seem yeah. like you're old? Ah, sleep he randomly. A, and has, look, I'm what? a change. I'm a change of life baby. So like when I was born, my oldest sister was thirteen. You know. Yeah. But this guy, if if y'all are right that he that he and his busy wife are the parents of these. <laughs> adults have like children in their late twenties, early thirties, and also a toddler. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's, I don't get the math on that one. They say that that's the, like they, they make it clear that drew is definitely his son. Definitely. (laughs) I know that for a fact. Now, uh, uh, Ahmad Ahmad could be a cousin, could be cousin to everybody. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what's going on there, including gravy. And we've also made it clear that the one girl is Drew's sister. So we know, and she's married. So like, we know that, both of Ahmad calls both Greybeard and Greybeard's son cousin, cousin. but that doesn't work. Even if that, even if it's his brother, it would be. It would be. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I got nothing there. I got nothing. Um, I just got a few more really quickly. Uh, so the woman who works at the clinic, she's working all the time. She has a conversation with the neighbor about, hey, I think my husband wants a divorce, and she's like, hey, just make some time, like go on a date, and they do this whole thing. And so she decides she's gonna make an effort in the marriage. And so they're sitting by the. She comes out. He's sitting by the pool. She sits down, um, and it's like, hey, I got a special thing planned. And he's like, hey, you're working. And she says, I'm not working. She says, I'm not working. Matter of fact, I took tonight off and the rest of the night and the week off. 
And it is so abundantly clear in that scene that she said night by accident. Yeah, right. And they did not cut. No. Nope, and she nope. just, I, I took the rest, I took the I, night I off. I took the night off. And matter of fact, I took the rest, <laughs> rest of, of the night, night and Damn. the rest of the week off. And she just rolls on through like a true pro. Like a pro. It's like she's on a Broadway stage and she knows there's no this turning is, back. This is not her fault. This is not her fault. She powered through, and no one thought to reshoot it. I have a theory now. I think that they would have used bloopers over the closing credits, but they already used them. That's right. They used them all. They there were them. no alternate takes. There were no do-overs. There were no second tries. Because, I mean, you know, Chris of Carolina, the, what, a thing fell over and made a noise in the background? <laughs> Keep right. shooting. We're going. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there were no the, – the, the bloopers are the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, just really quick, I got a, just a couple more. If you'll favor the time, there is a um, an infertility storyline that we've all been oh, clamoring for. Man. She um, shows her friend the pregnancy test box and is yeah. like, "I think maybe so. I'm going to take it." So uh, the timeline here is very murky. The best yeah. I can figure, she took the pregnancy test, then put it down. Walked away. left. Didn't yeah. want to see it. Left for an unknown amount of time. Could be days. Husband comes Husband in. comes in, yeah. sees it, takes it, steals it, and uses it as a, as a Christmas as present. As a surprise Christmas gift. Which <sighs> tells me and buys which tells me a lot of things. Yes. Like I don't one, I don't that's not how pregnancy no, tests work. You no, just no, leave no, it no. lying around and expect it mm. to be accurate. But two, he had nothing for her for Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> if if he oh, didn't stumble man. upon a positive pregnancy test, man. that my guy had nothing. Caught a freebie. Well, <laughs> two two things on that. One, of course, that the idea that like they've been struggling and trying and really wanting to have a baby, and then they pray about it once and then bam, like yeah. bam. That was tough. Bam. That, and also good. Go ahead. Well, no, and then also, I, this is why am I having to explain heterosexuality to people, but we, you don't <laughs> tell the entire family within hours of the no, pregnancy well, test. You yeah. wait, you know, first trimester maybe, you know, That's just right. in case things, Especially you know. if in this movie they mention that she had to be rushed to the hospital at some point because right. of a miscarriage. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, like, there's a past here. Yeah, no one should be getting this excited right now. They are running around willy nilly. The 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 just the absolute just cherry on this bad Sunday of a plot line is the mom looks at her when she's like, "What if I never get pregnant?" And the mom looks at her in the eye and goes, "It will happen." <laughs> looks at her kid and says, "It will. It it's going. It's going to happen." That is, bar none, the worst infertility chat pick-me-up I've ever heard from any parent to a kid of all time. And That's then, impressive. And then, when she announces that she's pregnant, does mom run over and give her a hug? No. No, she sits at the counter seated. and does this. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, does a just fingers pal out, palm palms clap. only clap. Is that's what all she gets. Wish got. I could say yeah. I was surprised, but I, but I told knew you. It. I, I knew told. Uh, last but not least, there is a Christmas Eve party for fifth graders, um, yeah. which gets crashed <laughs> by a by lot a of adults. Adults that don't work at the school eight, eight, just because you know someone yeah. that is yeah. a teacher doesn't mean <laughs> you can crash a fifth graders christmas eve party you can't you're not allowed not allowed can you imagine going into your kid's school for advance and seeing eight to ten people that you don't know <laughs> adults eight to ten adults that you do not know that are there not to chaperone because they just were like yeah let's do it yeah, they're they're there not to chaperone. They're there to work Man. through their own stuff. There, there's a woman coming in there being like, "When are you gonna propose?" Yeah, yeah. and there's a fifth grader just flossing in the background, <laughs> fighting the whole deal. Oh, well, that's when the woman from Philadelphia shows up to be like, "We're getting married at yes. the fifth grade dance." <sighs> Who can tell? Oh, well, that's all I got. I've still got a few, if you can believe it. Yeah. Um, Please. There is nothing on any wall in anywhere that they film. Thank like it's, you. It's all empty. It's one model home after yeah. another. The one place that there is You didn't think we'd pick up on that if yeah. you shot from the ground, That's but right. we did. <laughs> Nowhere. Nothing's decorated anywhere. 
But in the classroom, there's a bulletin board and it's supposed to have like a few like characteristics of a good student. And then it's supposed to have like some motivational sayings, but instead of a motivational saying, like it's supposed to be like, hang in there or work hard or something. It just says actions in class and life. That's all it says. Oh, and one says safety. 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 Yeah. Just safety. Um, Action. Actions in class and life. (laughs) I don't know. I got like they just wrote a they did a mad lib. Those, those um, are all words. They're all words. <laughs> um, there is a scene in this movie you need to take it to the tape. The 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 Mary Graybeard and his wife are fighting about how much she works, mm-hmm. and he basically says, "There's family coming into town, and and you're always working." <laughs> she, I swear to you on my life, she says nothing. She says nothing, nothing. Her hands are up, says nothing. He looks at her and goes, that remains to be seen. And he storms off. <laughs> He's like, you're working too much. Family's coming into town, blah, blah, blah. She says nothing. He looks at her and goes, that remains to be seen. And storms off. And I it sure does. I feel like we're just not getting all of the footage. We, we miss oh, we're we getting miss the footage, something. just not all the dialogue. Yeah. They have this loser guy who could Monica. I, we don't know relations. And Monica is is there, and she's dating this loser. I mean, he's an uh, a, a unmitigated loser. And Evan. They, yeah, Evan. And at one point, the guys all try to get to Evan to be like, "Dude, like you're just not doing what's right uh, by her at all." And they finally, one of these guys looks at him and goes, "Evan, Monica deserves better." And his immediate response is, "I guess, but that's not going to happen with me." <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess she does deserve better, but this is as good as this guy gets. You know what I mean? Like you just, it's not going to happen with me. I, 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 I can only give so much. You've brought some valid points. They're watching the game. They're always watching the game. Like yeah. every day the game is on, which is not how sports works. And at one point we hear a football announcer in the background. And I use football announcer very loosely <laughs> because here's what we hear. I think it's good. He takes the handoff. It's a reverse. He's at the 15, the 12, the 10 touchdown. So I'm not expecting anyone here to be well-versed in any sports. I know I can, there's not of the 12. That's right. <laughs> in calling a play, you count by fives, sometimes tens if he's running really fast. The 20, the 10, the five touchdown. This guy says the 15 the 12, the 10. How slow is it a snail? Is it how slow is this guy running that in between the, the 15, the 12, he only ran three yards? I could step off three yards that quickly. What are you doing? Did he stop at a QT at the 12? What 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 happened? Fifteen. He got the, off on that accident. Maybe, the maybe it's metric football. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um. They do flashbacks. We don't know when they they're two, but we know that mm. it's a year. And the way we understand it is Drew and Kelly broke up because Kelly did not write him a paper. Uh, in baseball, in co- I don't know what he's do- is he in college at the time. But he then says to her, you know what? I'm done with you. You focus on your career. I'll focus on mine. And then we find out his career is minor league baseball. And what I what I mean by that is, is that he has no – people in minor league baseball, the whole goal of minor league baseball isn't to win a championship. It's to move up and make it to major league baseball. He has no aspirations of that. He just wants to win another minor league baseball championship. That's and what tur- he wants And turn do. in quality papers. That's right. That's all yes, he wants to do. Yes. yes. Ma- the manager every week says, all right, to this week's paper. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that the flashbacks were to high school because they're shot in the same hallways at the That's high right. school. But then where they she say now a year teaches. ago. They say a year ago. They say okay. we broke up a year ago. And they say we haven't talked since that moment. Uh, then I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. So somehow in the span of a year, she became a fifth grade teacher and he won a right. uh, championship. baseball championship. That's right. Um, I do want to be clear. There is a young girl in this movie that is the child of Greybeard. Uh, and and <laughs> she think, yeah. is, I'm going to be very generous and say four or five years old. We see her for two scenes early on and then yes. the rest of the movie, the adults are busy. <laughs> we don't know where she is. 
We don't know what she's doing. We don't know who is taking care of her. She is MIA, take it to the house. She's nowhere to be found. She doesn't open a present on Christmas morning. (laughs) She is nowhere. The child that most definitely needs people around, no one's there. No one's there. No one's there. No one's there. Did she get the pony? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll it never doesn't know. matter. That's another one of those plot grenades. Doesn't matter. Hundred thousand dollar contest. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, uh, he stole a pregnancy test. Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, as uh, Kelly's been out for school. I think I think that is about all I have left. Yes, that is. Yeah yeah. Uh, it's time for Roku. You didn't where we uh, talk about any questions that we still have that we would like yes. some answers to Lonzo. What do you still wonder? What could you possibly have questions about? Well, I mean, I think in the grander sense, this might be the only time that I found myself at the end of a movie. And my, my, what the Roku question was, what is this movie about? <laughs> um, but, but putting that one aside, I think the other big question is, why is this called another Christmas when <laughs> no previous Christmas factors into the plot at all? I, I have a thought there. And my thought is, is that because the plot does have a lot of similarities to Christmas in Carolina, ah, okay. there's an old patriarch matriarch kind of people that are around. Sure. There's people in big cities who love the person and then, and then they come back. So I, I, think kept, waiting, I kept waiting for yeah. the mentor to, to yeah, show Dr. up. Dr. John, that would have been it for me. I would have lost it. See that guy. Yeah. It's my mentor. <laughs> it's my mentor. Yeah. Um, so after um, Graybeard's wife lets him know that she is off, tonight and the rest of the night Mm -hmm. uh she says that's not all i have a surprise for you and they get up and he says the last time you looked at me like that you (laughs) left me in a room alone as they scurry off like in excitement i don't don't know and i don't know know what that means but boy do i want to know i don't i don't know if i want to know because that remains to be seen that remains to be seen it's like happy he's like oh the last time you looked at me like that you left me in a room alone and i don't know i don't know we we could have misheard it could have yeah were there restraints involved we don't know the captions didn't uh didn't reveal because there there were no captions i have a very legitimate question about a character in this movie uh the character is the terrible boyfriend mm. his name is evan he's awful misogynistic everything terrible doesn't understand chess not not how dare he and at the fifth grade party is it the fifth grade party or is it later on he shows up with a new girlfriend and he's like hey this is my new girlfriend oh, fifth, fifth, fifth grade party it is at the fifth grade party thank goodness he met her there uh and he shows up <laughs> where else are you gonna, where else are you gonna meet other other hot singles in the fifth grade Christmas party on Christmas in Eve. In your area. In your area. Oh. <laughs> I know this is a fifth grade party, but there's only like seven fifth graders here. There's at least 30 people that are older than that. Where's the action? That's right. Yeah, yeah. We have a uh, a five to one chaperone to student ratio. It's very secure. He walks Half up, of which are yes, background checks. His, yeah, his, his name is Evan. That is his first name. He walks up and introduced, they get in an argument and he goes, watch out who you're talking to here. This could be the future Mrs. Evans. Is this guy's name Evan Evans? Is his name Evan Evans? I think his name might be Evan Evans. I think that's his name, everybody. Evan Evans. (laughs) That's impressive, man. Evan Evans? Come on. There is actually an actress named Evans Evans who later married the director, John Frankenheimer. She is, she appears in Bonnie and Clyde. You will see her name in the opening credits. Maybe it's a a shout out. Maybe it's a shout out to her. Yeah. That's Evans Evans. Evan Evans. Evan Evans. I love that. Maybe he really likes Evanescence. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who doesn't? Wake me up. Can we also just really quickly give a shout out to the fact that they were not divorce papers in not, the family. No. Oh, no. They, Wait, did we they, get to that? Somehow we oh, missed we, that? we forgot that part. Yeah. They hand an envelope. I've been meaning to give you this for a while. I've been meaning to give you this for a while. She sits on it, and it's a key that looks like it opens up a public storage shed, <laughs> but it's to their house in the Bahamas. Yeah. You might, be wondering, or you might yeah. be wondering, what are they going to do with their little daughter? Well, <laughs> the good news is 
And she comes and goes as she pleases. That's right. That's right. And she also, leads her own life. We've owned this house in the Bahamas for a, a while. And I've just been <laughs> sitting on it. So the time is right to let you know you're working too much in need of vacation to our house that we in own. the Bahamas <laughs> that we bought outright cash. <laughs> Why are you working? I don't know. I'm not working. I'm not working tonight or the rest of the night, yeah. though. So have no fear. Or the rest of the week. Have That's no right. fear. That's have right. No fear. Well, everyone, that was it. That was another it. Christmas. Oh, and boy, was it. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Um, next week, everybody, we're going back to Netflix. Okay. Maybe okay. we'll have Jax join us. Okay. Uh, get a little, uh, get a little deck the Netflix reunion because a movie came out closer to christmas that we did not get to and it's i believe in santa okay on the netflix never even heard of it it is from best i can understand about an adult who still believes is it a documentary no nope. okay this woman i believe is falling in love with a guy who still believes in santa oh yeah. so it's about brand and his wife that's exactly right Classic. and we're doing great <laughs> Never better. You handed her uh, papers last night. That's right. Told her that you needed to chat, and it's real estate. That's right. It's real estate. But me and talked to her about it for a while. Ironically, right. it's a house in Myrtle Beach. That's right. It's crazy. <sighs> there to dream. <laughs> North Myrtle. Come on, guys. Yeah, let's go. You know I'm better than Broadway that. Broadway at the beach. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be back next week with that. We'll be back tomorrow with the wedding veil. <laughs> Is mm. this... Some sort of deja vu? No, just mm. another week. Um, until then, maybe the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.